fucking this motherfucker. He just got low, you know what I mean? Because we got to get out of here. He's no point to eat for us, you know what I mean? But this motherfucker need a killer, that's all. <laughs> sick and tired of this shit, man. I really am tired of this shit, man, because I didn't, you know, I'm sick of a lot of things. 
But one thing I am sick of is Anthony Davis. Now, over this season, I have been attacking James Harden for getting exposed for, you know, not getting, you know, when he's not getting those same-ass calls that he got in that Mike D'Antoni system in Houston, right? I got at him. I was like, you only scoring 17, 18 points a game, but with the, when you had them free throws, you was averaging 30 points per game. Now, and then also, on that tip, right, you know what I'm saying, at the same token, now, you know, I heard that Nash and Harden complain to the league to get Harden more calls. And guess what? Currently, according to many sources, and obviously you can look this shit up for yourself. I don't know if this is um, concrete. You know, this is as of maybe a couple of days ago. Because I watched a video on this on YouTube, right? They said that James Harden leads the league in free throws made. He's an 86% free throw shooter. He's a great free throw shooter. But that doesn't take away from the fact that 31% of this man's points this season, even with the no calls, has been free throws. And guess what he averaging per game? He only averaging 20 points per game. Now, for the player that gets so much hype, you know what? You know how much hype this motherfucker been getting? You know what they've been saying, bro, about this nigga James Harden? You know what they've been saying, bro? They've been saying that this motherfucker is the greatest scorer of all time. I've heard people say that Harden is a greater scorer than Kobe, MJ, AI, T-Mac, Dog. Better scorer than Wilt, Kareem. Come on, dog. Stop playing with. Stop playing, dog. Y'all really, y'all really can't be serious. Yeah, yeah. There ain't no music for this shit right now. I got a lot to get off my chest today. This show definitely focused on Anthony Davis, but right now we talking about Harden. Now, I give James Harden this and this only, right? This season, James Harden makes a fucking effort to get his ass on a goddamn court and play some motherfucking basketball, whether he's playing good or not. He's not taking games. Well, he's just started taking games off now. But before, you know, he took a game off or whatever, right? He wasn't taking games off for knick-knack, pussy-ass injuries, just like Anthony Davis is doing right now. So I heard a report out of Los Angeles that Anthony Davis has been complaining about soreness in his knee. When he gets the MRI, right? It shows no structural da structural damage. It shows not as much as a bruise on this man's knee. Meanwhile, this season, Anthony Davis has suffered multiple injuries. Like a thumb, like a knee. And this has been reoccurring his whole entire career. This ain't our first rodeo. See biscuit? This ain't the first rodeo, ho. This motherfucker's been like this his whole career. And barely anybody 
has called them out on this shit, bro. This season is an apex to what this nigga real career was all about. Now I get it. On the point when Anthony Davis was on the Pelicans, he literally did everything by himself. Damn near by himself. The only help that this man got was one season with Rondo, Drew Holiday, and Boogie Cousins. And Boogie wasn't even there. And Davis and, and, and Cousins swapped places on the injury report. I get it. But in order to prove yourself as a great, as a legend, and to be certified top 75, you know, he got the 75 jacket. I'm starting to think that maybe he didn't deserve a spot on there. But let me get to my story, though, right? So AD, all these years, only makes the playoffs twice, and he goes against the Warriors twice. Granted, okay, you lost to Golden State. But if you're so great like you say you are, beat them. Win a game at least. I don't even think they won a game against Golden State in either series. Now, yes, I admit Anthony Davis was young. I understand that. You can make that case for him. Cool. But now, you, you get your wish. You quit on the New Orleans Pelicans. And I understand why he quit, because they quit on him. They didn't surround him with the proper pieces to contend for a championship. So I can understand why you want it out. But there is a way to carry yourself as a professional basketball player. And to demand a trade and to say that I want to go elsewhere live on TV was unprofessional. What's going to happen when you got to go back to your team and you got to look them niggas in the face knowing that you're quitting on them? It's just like James Harden when he did the same thing in Houston. When John Wall and Boogie Cousins had to look at him, look at them while Harden was basically being a complete asshole. There's still a level of professionalism that you have to carry yourself with. And they cut his time, they sat him down until they traded him to L.A. Then after he goes to L.A., he becomes one of the three best players in the league. You know, I had KD, Kawhi, and AD as the best players in the, in the league at one point. But this fall from grace is sad. So the first year was the uh, Mickey Mouse, Church's Chicken Chuck E. Cheese Championship. Anthony Davis was the best player on the Lakers and wasn't even looked at for MVP consideration. Now, yes, Giannis was definitely, you know, deserving of his MVPs, whatever. But AD at least could have got a little bit more love in that conversation because of the simple fact that um he was the best player on that team. He They had the best record in the league despite it being, you know, a chicken wing championship. He still was the best on the team. During the playoffs, Anthony Davis showed up the whole time. In that Miami series, however, LeBron James, you know, he showed up when it mattered. AD was right there with him, just like Kyrie was. But unfortunately, 
since the league has a love affair with LeBron and they're and they're trying to put him at Jordan and Kobe status. They gave him the finals MVP, but we know who the MVP was that season. However, the next season, the old Anthony Davis, the chickens came home to roost as he suffered injury after injury. Him and LeBron were in and out of the lineup with injuries. Now, I get it. Injuries do happen in the NBA. I completely understand. But Anthony Davis has had a fucked up history with these injuries. I don't know what's this dude problem. He's not suffering from any knee conditions. He's, I don't know what his diet, I don't know how he, what his meal prep is. I don't know what he's eating. I don't know if he's not getting any reps in the gym. I can tell he don't lift weights because the other big men and smaller guys bully Anthony Davis. So in the Phoenix series, Anthony Davis is there. He, you know, he gets injured. I think in Game Five, at Game Four, you know, it's tied two to two. Anthony Davis tries to give it a go for Game Five. Bam, he's gone for the series because they made him play on a fucked up groin, knowing that the groin was fucked up, and that was a a, a key mistake by Lakers doctors to make him go out there and play on that ankle. Then he ended up missing the rest of the series, and LeBron just basically quit. He's like, Phoenix is just too good. They're young. They're fast. They don't fear us. So I quit. And I was disappointed in LeBron James because I thought they were legitimately more experienced. They were coming off of a championship. Chris Paul was the only experienced player, and Jay Crowder were the only experienced guys on this team. Meanwhile, LeBron and all those other guys won a championship the year before. So the Lakers in Miami both got eliminated in the first round last year, exposing that chicken wing championship. Now we go to present day. The Lakers have another bolstered offseason where they went and got... Russell Westbrook, this was supposed to be the guy who's still in his prime, who's a triple-double machine, who gets it in. Then you add Carmelo Anthony, you add Trevor Ariza, you add Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk. You bring Dwight Howard back, you bring in DeAndre Jordan. Hell, I thought they was going to do something for show because of the deep talent that they had. But turns out, it's all been a fluke. And one of the main reasons why is because of how Anthony Davis is playing ball. He's playing soft. You are 27 years old. 27 years old. Meanwhile, LeBron James is 38 years old. Balling. He's out here balling. Out of control. Putting up 30. This nigga still... Playing like he's 28 years old. And Anthony Davis, yeah, he's, you know, his numbers are, are, are cute. We can look at his numbers like right now, right? We can let, let's look up Anthony Davis' numbers, y'all. Let's look this shit up. I hate to hold, I hate to hold y'all hostage. He's averaging 24 
10. Yeah, he's averaging 24 and 10, which is pretty much on par with his career numbers. But however, my question is, what's the difference between him and Carl Anthony Towns? Anthony Davis might not be a top 10 player right now in the league because of how his numbers don't reflect how he, how terrible he's been playing. Like when this man grabs a rebound, he don't put it back up. He pulls the ball down and then tries to put it back up and gets his shot blocked. Everybody blamed at the beginning of the year, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. It's, it's, it's Russell Westbrook's fault. I honestly don't think that it was Russell Westbrook's fault per se, but he was playing like, you know, he was playing like shit to start the season. However, Westbrook, as of the last few games, has stepped it up. And Anthony Davis is looking like the third best player on the team right now. Yes, I'm saying Westbrook is playing better basketball than Anthony Davis right now. And I'm just completely disappointed in this dude. Because this dude has so much potential to be a top three player in the world. And he's barely cracking that top 15 to me. Like, seriously. I mean, if we're looking at elite players, right? Let's look at the elite players in the league. Let's see where Anthony Davis would rank. Because I'm just tired of this dude. I'm tired of him not stepping up to the plate. I'm tired of him. You know, he he used to be an elite shot blocker. Now the Lakers are one of the worst defenses in the league. They're ranking low 20s in defense. When you have a team with shot blockers like DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard, you expect a little bit more. Especially out of an Anthony Davis who's younger than Westbrook and LeBron James. Those three guys don't necessarily fit together, but they make it work. They've tried to make it work. He's Well, Anthony Davis is definitely not better than Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic. Ooh, this is a, actually a good conversation. Paul George. Yeah, I think Paul George is better than Anthony Davis right now. The way that he's holding the Clippers together. Luka, I like Luka over Anthony Davis right now. I like Joel Embiid over uh, uh, Anthony Davis right now. I like uh, James Harden. Yes, I said it. Despite Anthony Davis averaging better numbers than Harden, I think James Harden is playing better basketball than Anthony Davis right now. I said it. I think LeBron James is playing. I, I think LeBron James is better than Anthony Davis right now. I'm just keeping it a hundred. I'm keeping it a buck. Now, you know, we're at like, you know, these is not this nine players I just named that I felt like, you know, is better. Damian Lillard. I think Damian Lillard is better than fucking Anthony Davis. I think Donovan Mitchell might be better than Anthony Davis. I said might, not outright better, but might, maybe.
I mean, Westbrook, ah, I don't know. I, I, that's where I'll probably stop right there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, AD is either 10 or 11 right now as far as best players in the league is concerned because he is just so much better than what he's been displaying. And I'm just completely disappointed. I'm in utter shock because I thought once Anthony Davis got a chance to take the reins of the Lakers, I thought he was going to be able to help LeBron save himself for the playoffs, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And speaking of Lakerland, the Lakers are interested in Ben Simmons and Miles Turner. Now, obviously, the only contract that you could probably possibly trade for uh, Ben Simmons is Russ's contract. They're not going to trade LeBron James. Anthony Davis trading Ben Simmons for AD would be stupid because then you take away a 20-point threat despite him disappointing. You still need AD to go along with Ben Simmons and LeBron. So Russ is the odd man out, unfortunately. And it won't even be because, you know, he don't fit. You know, I heard a lot of people don't like Russ in L.A. Miles Turner is exactly what the Los Angeles Lakers need. A true shot blocker, a young boy who can run up and down the court, and then he can take the occasional three. So he solves multiple weaknesses of y'all's. And um, I also am hearing about um, Sabonis gaining interest, uh, uh, Devonta Sabonis gaining interest from the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. Oh, my God. If Phoenix gets Devonta Sabonis to go with Aiton, Chris Paul, and D-Book, you got a big four. Because Sabonis is a walking 20 and 10. He got some talent. He's just not a superstar. And when this man is the third best player, or third or fourth best player on a team that won the Western Conference, these dudes could possibly beat Golden State. They could possibly beat Golden State if they get DeMontis Sabonis. Because Golden State weakness is what? The middle. James Wiseman's not healthy. Kevon Looney isn't talented enough to keep up with the elite, other elite centers in the league. And then Draymond playing that stretch five going to get exposed. So, I mean, but maybe here's what Phoenix might do, though. They could trade Aiton for Sabonis. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Aiton gets traded for Sabonis. Now, do, would I agree with it? Hell no. You try to find a way that you can keep both of them niggas. But the Phoenix Suns, you know, Aiton's been trying to get an extension. And Phoenix is acting like they can't afford to pay him for some reason what he wants. If I'm Phoenix, I'm giving that man whatever he wants. Because he showed up on the big stage, you know, it was just, it's just that Giannis was just too good for the Suns. There was nobody on that team that could check Giannis. I think that's what that was uh, truly about. 
Because Sabonis for Aiton straight up, that's a good trade. I ain't going to lie to you. That's actually a really good trade, Aiton for Sabonis. That way, he can go to Indiana where they can afford to pay him whatever he wants. And then Sabonis, you get a multi-talented center who's technically more talented than Aiton. Not better than Aiton, but more talented than him. Chris Paul would love to play with a, a smart, savvy big man like, like, like DeMontis Sabonis. He definitely plays like his pops a little bit. He got the passing like his daddy. You know what I'm saying? He's unselfish like his pops. So I really think that Phoenix you know, trade options. I mean, also, you could keep Aiton and then trade, you know, guys like Bridges, Cameron Johnson, Campaign, you know what I'm talking about? thing is um, yeah all the young players that they got you know maybe Sarich a number one pick or some shit like that you could try that maybe even throw Crowder in there you know what I'm saying and then Crowder gets bought out and picked up by you know what I'm saying one of those championship contending teams but he can also help Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento got assets. It'll probably just be a whack-ass trade, though, for, for Indiana. But then again, that's probably what they want. They want, you know, they could possibly trade Sabonis for multiple, multiple expiring contracts. I think that would be a good move for Indiana so that you could create some cap space because now they're looking into of course building around Chris Duarte and maybe keeping the services of Malcolm Brogdon because Turner Sabonis and Levert are possibly if not on their way out of Indy and Indy is the seller. But anyway, man, I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. And oh, yeah, go to kingknownreviewscom.wordpress.com. I just dropped the top 100 songs list of the year. And I will be giving explanations very, very soon. It'll probably be this week. But I just had to get this shit about Anthony Davis off my chest. Because this was this shit is getting out of hand. It really was. Like, I thought that AD was gonna take over the Los Angeles Lakers. And it just looks like he's still deferring to other guys and not taking the reins of leadership. This man 
Anthony Davis would rather hem up his teammate, Dwight Howard, than to hem up all the other players that he's going against. You know what I'm saying? His, his own competition. So if I'm Los Angeles, I ain't going to lie. I'd be trying to find a trade for Anthony Davis, to be completely honest with you. I'd get his ass up out of there. Because he's too much of a liability. On the court, when you have him on the court, he's all right. But some, but this year is just something wrong with dude. I don't know what's up with dog. But I'm. But anyway, right. So, also, I heard from multiple sources that I follow on YouTube, Clutch Points, that the Knicks. And the Lakers are also interested in Ben Simmons. Now, I think I already said that about uh, Simmons being on the Lakers. But I forgot about the Knicks. The The Knicks have a chance to land Simmons. They got the pieces to match Simmons' contract. You saw how they just benched Kimball Walker. Because Kimball Walker has not been up to par. I already told you that the Lakers would have to trade Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook only for Simmons. But the Knicks have assets and the contract money because obviously they bench Kimball Walker. He's making about 30 mil. Kimball Walker would be a decent six man for the Sixers because. Tyrese Maxey is their current starter, and they wouldn't want to bench him after they just gave him the keys to the point. Kimball Walker wants to play ball. Despite him not putting up great numbers, I mean, he's shooting well from the three-point line. But he's not the same player. I get it. I understand. But the Knicks can trade, you know, throw together a package of R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, Kimball Walker, and maybe a first-round pick. That'd be a good little deal for them. Or maybe they could toss Mitchell Robinson into the fold. You know, he may not be, um, you know, Mitchell Robinson's still a young player. You know, his only problem is his health. That's the only concern. Or you could throw Nerlens Noel up in that boy, you know. RJ, Kevin, Nerlens, and Kimba for Ben Simmons and the first and then you could throw the first round pick in there because from what I'm hearing Daryl Morey's being greedy asking for two first round picks for Simmons when Simmons is not worth two first round picks he's not now Simmons would help LA in this instant the Lakers have no defense whatsoever and Ben Simmons does have that ability to put forth an effort on the defensive end. And he and, and Ben just needs to go to a, a team where he's not the star. A team where there's no pressure on him. Because, you know, everybody talks about Ben Simmons' attitude. I'm like, Tom Thibodeau will, will put hands on Ben Simmons if he comes in with an attitude. So, I think Ben Simmons would be a good look for New York. You know, because it would be him, Fournier, um, 
Because I said uh, it's possible RJ Barrett would be gone. I don't know their three. Who's their three? Fuck. Without, who's their backup small forward? It's another dude on their team. They probably might start Obi Toppin or something like that. I don't know. And then they have Randall at the four and center by committee because we don't know if it's Taj Gibson. We don't know if Nerlens Noel is going to still be there. We don't know if Mitchell Robinson is still going to be there. So there's still a couple of questions on what direction they would want to go as far as their even their starting lineup. Now, I know Ben Simmons and Julius Randle would connect to make a good duo. But um, that's my time. Thank you for checking out King Known Uncensored, The Disappointment of Anthony Davis. And I am out of here.